you know, I've been looking at my Disney World itinerary because we're going in for New Year's. And I think we're missing a hotel day. I think we're just in the random in the middle of it. We don't have any place to stay. Wait, when you, when you, oh wait, New Year's? Yeah. You said? Yeah, for New Year's. See, so do you have time to find something or do you, is it all booked up and stuff? That's a solid, beautiful question. Um, I booked it through a. Okay. I'll, uh, I won't, I won't make you stress <laughs> about it. If, I'm sorry. I'm a, that's on me. I think we're far enough away that I can find something, but, uh, I have a travel agent friend that was supposed to do it and I, she gave me two different, cause we're staying in like f- three different places. Um, so she gave mm-hmm. me two different itineraries, but it looks like the itineraries never touched each other. They're like, we're on staying on Disney, and then we check out on the first. I don't think that might. Maybe I'm crazy. We check out on the first, and then we check into Universal on the third. So on the second, I guess we're just homeless. <laughs> um. So that's my struggle for today. Park. Absolutely not. I'm not getting banned. Are you kidding me? Do you know how depressed I would be if I was da- banned from Disney parks? Do you Wouldn't know? You be banned forever. I, I don't. I think for staying in the park unsupervised, that feels like a lifetime ban, and that feels like I'd be banned from uh, all parks. <laughs> Every park in the world. Everyone. Every like, single. That's one. a lot. I want to go to Tokyo. I want to go to Paris too, but like shit. Tokyo. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> when you go to the Paris one, let me know. I don't live that well. Yeah, I guess for me it's very far away. It's like two hours. No. Uh. Yeah. Put it on the European scale where like you can drive an hour <laughs> in another country. I drive an hour. Where are we? Oh, I wow. drive an hour well, to hang far? out with my best friend. <laughs> At one point in my young life, I lived an hour away from my girlfriend. And we lived in the same city. Yeah, it's really not that bad. Hour? It's not that bad. Honestly, my parents live 40 minutes away. I'm like, ah, that's too far. We'll see each other like two months from now. It's okay. <laughs> Gosh. Man, our cities are too crowded. Anyways. Well, yeah, but we're like, we just had all of this space. And then we just were like, we just need to, we need to spread out coast to coast. Living the American dream. It's a lot. There's a lot of space. And there's a lot of space we should not be using. There's a lot of space we Mm -hmm. are habitating, but we should not be in. Like Houston. Like Houston. Because it's going to drown soon. I mean, if if, if Houston, if not, or sure, we can talk about Houston, but if, if we're also going to include drowning, like New Orleans, like... How many times? How many times? They get flooded and their graves get, like, upended. Yeah. Yeah. I need to go to New Orleans. <laughs> Before it's gone. No, I mean, I've it's always wanted to because it sounds like the most fucking gothic thing ever. And... God, I need to go. I just need to go. And now, especially, I need to go. <laughs> it is spooky. Does does any I guess anywhere across the pond, do y'all struggle with like funeral homes stealing bodies? Because we are still rampant in funeral homes just hoarding stacks of bodies and giving people cremains that are not actually their loved ones. 
Oh, wow. I don't know, to be honest. Like, that's kind of... Okay, um... Uh, funny thing about funerals, I am really, really interested in the whole, like, uh, like funeral stuff, um, but all the, like, um, information made entertaining and readily available online stuff is all about America, so apparently I know more about, like, American funerals through Caitlin Dottie, who was amazing. Oh, it's downstairs. Amazing! Um... Then I know about French ones, uh, but we recently did have, as in like Monday, a call from the funerary home who like had a mix up with bank accounts, if that counts. They were like, oh yeah, like we were supposed to pay for the funeral from that account. It turns out we lost all the information. <laughs> Can we have it again? So I don't know if like other stuff happens. I have definitely not heard of like body switching and stuff like that we just i just saw another article come up that there was a funeral home that said they were doing green funerals which is where mm-hmm. you I, I heard that one. right you you put the body back into nature do something that isn't uh burning them and, and wasting those fuels but uh they weren't they just had a, a stash of like 200 bodies these people thought that their loved ones were getting put back into nature, and um, they weren't. They were just chilling in a freezer. They were just in my closet the entire time. Mm-hmm. They were fueling my Tesla. <laughs> you know, it's never women. That's the other thing. It's never, like, ladies. It's the guys that are more often creepy. Mm-hmm. Adrian, as I a representative. didn't like yeah. realize how like great big I did not. That was until like a couple of days ago for some random fucking reason. I just like looked up the stats on like gender in um, in like uh, shootings in the U.S. And I was like, oh wow, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody give these boys fucking a hug. Hugs. Yeah. Yep. Give him some. All right, let's start this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) On this note. (laughs) Hi, and welcome to another episode of Dungeons and Degrees. My name's Adrian. And I'm Alex. And today we have a special guest. Special guest, introduce yourself. Hi. Yeah, I'm Val from uh, Coke Boards and Curiosities. It's lovely to have you. Yay. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Oh, shucks. Um, <laughs> I wanted to bring you in because I wanted to talk about your YouTube channel. And there's a lot of work that goes into each episode. And it, it's very finely crafted. Much more than mine's, which just record... Ah, it's good enough for the internet, and I just toss it up there. We have like a whole, um, what's it called? Do you have the thumbnails already? Like, how much work goes into a single episode? Um, a lot, and I think it's not out of um really being good at it. I think it's more out of a like, uh, oh no, I can't, I can't go natural. I need to go with makeup or something like that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i i um it, it does take me a while 
Um, but it's also a really fun process um, that I just really enjoy spending time with and scrapping four hours of work because I decided that something else was more fun to do. <laughs> yeah. When did you start your channel? Super recently, um, in May. In May? In May, yeah. Just a few months ago. Why'd you start it? It You're went really at, fast. Like, 2K, right? I'm at 3K, yeah. 3K. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> How dare you? Just threw a thousand kid. people. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a bit spooky. I'm not going to lie. It was a bit spooky in a really cool way. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of... Um, I, I think it's, it's the third vid that I posted um, on puzzles uh, that got a lot of attention really quickly. Um, and then it was very sudden and I was just like really spooked about it also really excited and yeah so it's all very new it's all very new I, I have no idea what I'm doing but I'm having so much fun with it <laughs> it's great it's awesome yeah we uh I think we'll still pr probably still be working on our projects because I still haven't filled my last bit but me, Val, Nico, and Skylar are working on something that's going to come out soon. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been really fun. Um, it's essentially, I, I started doing videos and this guy was like, hey, you have just started. Why don't you join? I'm like, okay, cool. And then everybody else has like thousands of followers and I have like 10. And I'm like, just hanging out with some some cool kids no worries <laughs> we've also like been doing this podcast for a while you have like actual like uh legitimacy you know and i'm here like oh yeah uh, uh, mate okay <laughs> I, I i don't know what i'm doing i'm i'm willing to make every single mistake there is out there um cool hey alex we have legitimacy oh do we have legitimacy? <laughs> i was you have legitimacy yeah yeah absolutely totally definitely uh our patron. We don't just wing every single yeah, episode. We don't have an effigy of our patron saint, Carlos Luna, who we just, every time I try to trash talk, like, oh no, we don't have that. I'm like, oh, but he's like standing right here. And he's like, don't, don't you do it. Don't you say one mm, bad thing much. about anything you've ever done. Yeah, we've had some really cool people around. Um, but I wanted to also expand because like, I'm, I think this podcast, the main issue is like being able to advertise yourself, especially to the algorithm, which having trouble with the algorithm is something that a lot of people, I mean, Skylar seems like he's got something down cause he's like, okay, this worked here. Like looking at the analytics and everything, he's like super into it. <laughs> I don't think I've got it figured out right now. I'm just having fun with it and messing up as well. But isn't that... Do you feel I've... like you have it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the fun of it. Yeah. Interesting. It's fun. Like, I'm, it's a I'm... mystery to crack. It's fun. I don't necessarily... <laughs> when I think about my TikTok, like, the people that I really enjoy watching, I'm not watching them because they're talking about one type of content. Like, I'm not... that. I think... I, I think that's a really individualistic way to think about it. That, like, I'm only using this one person for their one thing, right? And then they right. become a niche, and then when they're outdated, they have no other worth to me. That that feels uncomfortable to think about. Um, 
and I think that's that's a big thing of like why there's a movement to to really look at people outside of what they're just doing, right? I'm not just a good person. I am also interesting to, or I'm not just talking about one thing. Like I'm also a good person. So flip-flop that, right? Um I'm I'm trying to better the world as a whole. I'm not just one okay like listen i'm sorry but jk rowling is one of those people right we love her because of harry potter but then like you continue to be a terrible person and i i mean that's putting a whole spin like i'm looking at you as an entire collective being and Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to still enjoy something like harry potter when i know you are actively antagonizing people that i know and loved and just people in the world right just expanding that out so you know Fuck the algorithm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of, like, you know, YouTube and TikTokers that are just, like, later on, like, oh, they're not good people. (laughs) I mean, eventually something slips or, like, something that was in the private eye becomes into the public and you just, like, find out what has been going on in their days. Like, you want to know that the people that you're watching, like, uh, maybe the people I'm watching should have a little bit more depth than haha funny minecraft like you need well, to what do you know. mean it's i i love the haha funny minecraft <laughs> I'm sorry, what's wrong bad. with haha funny minecraft i love that i think because that... i don't know <laughs> because it because there's such a a, a, a facade of, of who they are like ah this is making me money and that's all i care about is the numbers mm-hmm. yeah that kind of idea um so hopefully so you what you're saying is you're not in this to like make bank and like buy your like make and enough is all i'm thinking <laughs> uh but you know it's not like it's happening right now i uh, i'd like to make enough but as of right now i make little which is just like what ten dollars a month from a patreon that's Thanks, kind Dad. of already awesome. Thanks, to be Dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's also kind of like, I don't know. I mean, like, just like the thought of, um, it's kind of like heartwarming to have like the knowledge of like, there's like someone out there who like appreciates like what you do enough to like do that. Right. Yeah. No, and it's really lovely. Yeah. And that's yeah. where that reassurement I think comes from. Like, okay, I yeah. can do whatever content I want and I choose and so that validation is less of they're supporting the specific idea versus they're supporting me as a creator. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that, that, I don't know, maybe that's what keeps us co- from being completely burnt out. That, like, we're not trying to stick in one little thing and have one conversation. Um, and we're, okay, if we only talk about puzzle making, then we're going to get so many hits and so many views. So we have to milk all of the puzzles out of everything. Well, I'm sorry for doing that hand motion. This is good. We're weird done recording these now. <laughs> just going to sit I'll on. just cut to, I'll t- to my eyes going. <laughs> just, I can't wait until it's unearthed panel. after we're famous and I become a gif. <laughs> it's just, no, I'm done. That's when you know you made it. This is, think about this, this is how you go viral. It's that hand motion right here. Yeah. You muted, and then I still heard, 
like your cock for some reason. Like it showed the symbol and then her cock. <laughs> I have this cold There's man. a little bit of lag on that. I have this cold. No, it was my computer. I couldn't figure out if I was muted or not. And I was trying to hold it in so you guys can't hear the my bronchitis just like in the microphone. Um, Thank you for bronchitis. Wanted to be heard. I, I know it did. I really don't. And I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking, I'm drinking a lot of tea that has like expectorant so it's really only making it worse right now wait that has what an expectorant so it helps you like what is that uh it helps you get the mucus out of your your like bronchioles like all the junk out of your lungs yeah oh wow that exists it does i don't know how to say it but it's like mulin m-e-u oh i know that one yes yeah yeah yeah. It's what people mix with joints when they don't want to uh, use tobacco. Wow. Do they? You learned something new. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just drink it in a I'm tea. I'm just agreeing to the person who has more experience with tobacco than me. I, I, I no, 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 no. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I I'm just happened to go to college in America, <laughs> and this is what I learned in America. See, look, this is something she learned from us. It's not something that her people yeah. really expanded upon. So, like... Uh, no, do you really believe Frenchies are going to smoke mullein instead of tobacco? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They never know. taught us we about don't... geography in our schooling. They didn't teach us about where France was. All they need to like, tell you is the that France the doesn't put anything in their cigarettes. <laughs> Has they to don't be put the anything. Okay. <laughs> might be, might be. <laughs> um, this is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. How... It is. <laughs> How'd you get into tabletop role-playing games? Um, mm. Do you want the fun version or the less fun version? The, the less fun, obviously. Yeah, the less, less, fun. Fun. <laughs> less fun. Okay. No, no, okay. give us the fun version. Fun, fun. <laughs> okay, but the fun version is, like, really abbreviated. I thought the idea was really cool. I didn't know how to play, so my friends and I thought, hey, let's, like, make up our own version of D&D based on a very, very small understanding of D&D and play that drunk. And it was so fun, and I was like, you know what? Maybe it's worth trying it sober. Um, that was a while back. The less fun version is, um, well, it, it is kind of like, it is kind of cool. It's nice. Not like sad. Um, just not fun. Um, I, I really got into D&D, um, like right after I had like a burnout. And that was a really, really cool way of getting out of it, to be honest. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's what we love to hear. It was, it was, yeah, I, I don't know. It was kind of just like the thing I just kind of like hooked on, you know, like a little, um, like a flea hanging onto something, you know. And, and um, I, I kind of started, um, I, I think it's, it's kind of like, like one of the things that can happen when you have a burnout is like, you just like feel like your creativity is completely depleted. And um, I, I felt that, and I was also like studying in a creative field. And um, for some reason, D and D and world building was the perfect outlet 
And that's why I was like, oh, yeah, oh, my God, look, creativity is back. That's incredible. That's insane. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Were you, uh, did you start as a player or did you start as a, a, a DM? I was a player for, like, four months before I started DMing. Yeah. Yeah. Alex. I was terrible at both. I was terrible. <laughs> oh, God. I think if it's, my first DM like saw my channel yeah. today, he would be like, "How how the hell did that happen?" Like, um, <laughs> I, I was like that one player who was so shy. I didn't say anything during game. Um, yeah, I well, still have some of those players that, that played for years. Listen, you were you were just saying that you were in a creative burnout. Like, of course, it would make sense that you, a player at the table, would rather be immersed in like the creativity adjacent before you jumped in like yeah it was it was it sounds like it was like a shock just to get you back into being creative like being around people and it not being life or death or your career it was just something to do yeah yeah and it was also kind of like I, I think I just really enjoy observing for a bit and I probably should have just told my DM and the players like hey so like I don't know what I'm doing can I like not actually take part and just watch because that's what you're doing here sounds amazing I would love to just witness it be a little fly on the ball but also yeah, comes yeah, with exactly. <laughs> yeah but it also comes with like being able to step back and say okay this is what I need so like I, you probably didn't have the words at that time, and and that's okay. I'm just yeah, trying to validate yeah, yeah. past you and say like you did everything. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, that sounds like it makes sense. Past me feels really, really appreciated and really validated. Um, but but I also like do feel like it's not like a, a very. Um, I do feel like it's not like that uncommon an experience, to be honest. Like I've heard a lot of people, and like I have a, I have a lot of friends who got into TTRPG like because they were seeking an outlet mm -hmm. right and that's like when i think about it like maybe like half the people i know who play ttrpg have gotten into it in that way and i do think it's a really really perfect like hobby for it because it encompasses like so many things and there's like so many ways to like make it your own mm -hmm. yeah and then you know um a few years later, um, I uh, stumbled upon other TTRPGs, and though D&D will always have, like, you know, a special place in my heart, um, I think, like, trying out other games is also what helped me kind of, like, find my, yeah, my playing style, what I like to do most. What, yeah. what do you like to do the most? Um, I, I like getting my heart broken. <laughs> and breaking hearts. <laughs> yeah. I just like drama and like role play and, and storytelling and um, I like if if after a game I don't get insomnia and like if I'm able to sleep after a game that that's not right that's not right that wasn't a good session <laughs> no no no, no. I, I I need to just be obsessing over it for like two weeks yeah so you are you like pulling at people's heartstrings on a on a session basis Oh like, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. goodness. We we very much like construct all games in that way. Like um all not just like every every campaign has like 
hooks and plots developed on each character, but also like there's this like extensive amount of time we dedicate when making characters to um, exactly how we can pull on these heartstrings. What's going to make them react? What's going to make them? Um, What's going to make them sad? What's going to make them angry? What kind of like how who they want to be and why they're not that person and what's standing in their way? And I think it's kind of what made the big difference between like how um, in how I found my playing style. It's just kind of been thinking, oh wait, actually I I just really enjoy getting my heart broken. It's amazing, and um, that's kind of just how we approach most of our games. Really, um, I know it's not everyone's thing. Um, heartbreak? Crazy. <laughs> not, not heartbreak. Not, not heartbreak, but like, I, you know, the whole like... Um, heavy roleplay? Heavy roleplay. Yeah. Heavy roleplay. And by heavy roleplay, I don't mean anything like, uh, you know, critical role, like voice acting and everything like that. Uh, because, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not eloquent for shit. Um, and I don't think you have to be. Um, but... It's just like thinking of everything less in terms of plot and hooks and stuff and more as like character arcs the entire time. Yeah. The more interpersonal connections. More interpersonal connections, for sure. Lots of time spent like talking with other players about like how all characters intersect, how they interact, what... Um, what stands between them, uh, what makes them like each other, what makes them dislike each other. And um, of course, if there's going to be anything remotely close to PvP, there's something that like needs to be talked about to make sure everyone's comfort like, comfortable at the table. But um, it's a possibility because um, high dramatics is just... That's just how it goes. Yeah. Do you find nice. that leaking into your personal life at all? Like the way that you've developed this really intimate playing style with your your friends and colleagues, like do you see that translated into your day to day life? You mean in terms of like relationships with them, or in terms of like between like me and the characters I embody? Both first one, then the other. <laughs> okay, first one. Um, yeah, yeah, it does have like. Um, it does have like uh, an effect on it. I think, I think it goes both ways. Like one way is like I, I realized that a lot of times the people I tend to have more intense storylines with are people where, well, the characters that my character tends to have like more intense storylines with tend to be the people that I'm most comfortable role playing with, or just I'm more comfortable. Um, just in life with just because I've known them longer or uh, we just vibe. Um, and on the other hand, like it can happen that something that happens in game does affect your feelings uh, in, in real life, you know, just like something that happens over game that just like, gets people upset. And we managed to filter out a lot of it through just like a lot of conversation in between games about it, but it's, it's you know, we're not immune to it happening. Um, that, that can happen, in which case it's just like, okay, take a break conversation about it let's see what happened um I, I do think that we might be taking this to a bit more of an extreme than a lot of people um which can sound odd um but I, I think when you're like 
going into that game with um with a play style that is so based on uh dramatics and getting your fucking heart broken then might as well take the time to make sure everyone's okay with it right um do you have yeah. safety tools for, for that then like is there something's conversation you had before like how do you know during the game uh, when something's gone too far or you guys need to pause things like that well, we do have like, um, well, we play mostly on Discord. Um, so we do have, uh, you know, on the soundboard tool that they have, um, stuff that we can use as like uh, X card, this kind of thing. But I'm realizing we've never actually used them because um, most of it happens just like before the session. Uh, it happens as we're building characters and thinking, oh, um, I'm creating this character. And then you, you've ever played like um, PBTA games? PBTA? Everything like Monster what of the Week, that? Masks. Oh, yes. I've played one yeah. game of Monster of the Week. <laughs> okay, okay. But you know how like there's this whole section with like um, character building like questions and mm -hmm. also like yes. attributing relationships in different like characters. We, we do that in like any game, kind of. Just kind of figure out from the beginning what's the relationship between different characters um, and... In between games, we also talk about all characters so much that eventually we figure out like, oh, hey, like I could actually see these two having kind of like a, like, for example, we played a campaign of masks for a while, which is a um, coming of age teen superhero kind of thing, trying to find their place in the world. And um, there's like a lot of stuff for like teenage drama about it, like crushes, this kind of thing. And of course we had to play with that. And in that case, if you're going to like play anything remotely close to like romance, even if it's like teenagers just having like puppy love, like crushes, this kind of thing, um, you just have like a lot of conversations about it outside of game to make sure everyone's like chill about it. Um, if there's like anything that came close to like quite tense in the game, you also make sure with the other player, like, oh, like how, how do we go about resolving this? What kind of arc are you seeing for your character? Um, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm seeing that arc for my character, which I'm thinking this is how your character could help me with it. Um, and so we always kind of have an idea where we're going. Um, it's not like, uh, we know how things are going to resolve. It's more like we understand the motives between what each character is doing and saying and it makes it a bit easier to approach both as a player and and you know as friends did that make do any you, sense at all yes yeah. yes absolutely. Okay, cool. um do you find it um a little bit tougher um to play over discord to read body language and stuff like that yeah um I, I now i'm used to it to be honest um but i i, I think i'm especially having a hard time if like cameras are off um mm -hmm. I, I think i do need to play with camera uh just because otherwise we just keep interrupting each other but um i, I think there's a lot of stuff that you can just like do on discord that can make it just as immersive um like we always have like a watch together going on you know just like to have music playing uh that we can all hear at the same time um i like to kind of like make myself comfy with it like i don't do that anymore but i used to kind of just like take some time get some like nice lighting uh get some tea something like this just really make it feel chill um i don't really do it anymore and that's sad but um it it, it, it does ways to make it work 
Um, and I think the more practice you get, the better you get at it, the better you get at like not interrupting people and making it known when you have something to say or using stuff like tiny things in the soundboard or like tiny emojis to, to tell people like, hey, like, I'd like to do something next, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's definitely some tools that uh, that could um, be implemented. I'm glad they kind of added the soundboard. It's At first, it was just used for, like, annoying sounds, but I think it can be implemented <laughs> to do other things. What? Something on the internet oh, coming yeah. out and being annoying first, and then it's useful? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's, it's useful um once you've gotten past the phase of thinking it's funny to just play the ubu sound every time something <laughs> happens yeah that's so funny <laughs> do, do you guys play on that as well uh, or mostly like irl uh i mainly play online since i i i've i was living far off um away from civilization I lived, what, two and a half, maybe four hours. I think it was four hours away from where I currently live. And that was, like, four hours away from anything. Yes, yeah, uh, middle of nowhere. Yeah, like, four hours away from it the was border. Was it, like, a great setting for a horror movie? Yes. Definitely, yeah. Yes. It could, uh, an apocalypse could happen, and it still looked this, like the same town, okay? It's, <laughs> it still looked that very That's worn down That's the perfect place buildings. to host D&D, though. <laughs> yeah, but I... I it's such a small town, and because I worked in social working, like, I saw a lot of people, and you can't fraternize outside, which, you know, ethics, <laughs> so I had to kind of keep away from a couple of the people and some of the people who own places of businesses because, like, I had to just keep my work and my uh, life separate, so I kind of isolated myself. That's understandable. I do think yeah. that's very strange. Yeah. Like, hearing you say that out loud, like, it makes sense on one hand, but on the other hand, like, in a small town, like, the, I, people are going to struggle. And, like, I know that gets in that middle gray area. So I don't want to say that, like, mm, you have to be doing this. But, like, you struggled with your mental health as well while you were being a care provider for other people and through yeah. this podcast we've established pretty heavily that you know humans are social creatures so if you are only socializing with people through their wants or their high needs and you have mm -hmm. no community to turn to because they all need you for something but you can't find somewhere to be because it's a small town like the no wonder everyone's having a shitty time no wonder everyone's getting burnt out because we're having to put up walls where i mean do we really need walls like does it does it always have to be a wall between Sometimes. mental health and i know i know i'm just fantasizing wouldn't it be great to just live alone in the grotto though okay listen alone in the woods absolutely <laughs> 10 out of 10 um but if i have to be taking care of other people and then nobody's yeah. helping me take care of myself. Like, if I'm alone in the woods, I'm all, I've only got myself and the birds and the and the obviously crow raven army that I would be missing. Obviously, I, yeah, like that. Duh. Yeah. But no question. If I have to be in society, 
I, I need other people for sure. Like I, from me, I need other people if I'm going to be stuck in this hellscape. Yeah. I think because you're kind of like, uh, you're kind of saying all the things that kind of happened, which led to me leaving that <laughs> job <laughs> um, because it was so isolating. But I think it was okay for the first portion because everybody was isolated. It wasn't just me having to bear this burden, right? A lot of people were kind I, of I, at wait, home. I'm sorry, I need context because you're saying a lot of words that are very reminiscent of like COVID things. Age started this job okay, during COVID. Okay, this was COVID yes. situation. Yes. Okay. okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was during COVID. It was like, what, four months into COVID? And I said, I'm going to move to a different town and work in a, a small remote uh, place. And... I was helping all these people, and it was fine. I was interacting that way, and everybody else was stuck at home, and I was just watching, like, you know, it's okay because we're collectively isolated. Um, as soon as I started seeing, like, people, like, be more, like, oh, we're, we're hanging out together, we're doing this, we're doing that together, and I'm just like, okay, so, you know, it's not just we're all isolate together it's like okay it's just me because i can't talk to many people in this town and i can't and the people that i do it's just work related and that's it and you know i still have my friends back uh, home but they're talking to other people and they're getting together and hanging out and i'm just still sitting here um so it felt like it was a more and now you're alone alone kind of situation opposed to everybody's alone so it's okay um so it just kind of get t it got tougher near the uh the end of last yeah essentially the end of last year um and i just couldn't take as much uh mental toll as much so yeah it sucked <laughs> well i mean there's no release too so uh, it wasn't just like you were taking on a bunch mm -hmm. and you were just taking it on and then proper like you couldn't offset enough of it it was that there was like as like almost a zero offset of communication and especially like within the realm of building bonds and communities and having that conversation and even Val mentioned having to see some having to see cameras on in order to have that emotional connection mm -hmm. like yeah if you are alone then you are alone and like taking on all these burdens but there needs to be somewhere you put that down and yeah. it's hard did Ooh, you yeah. like and, what what did uh, you have like as did did you even have like an, an an outlet like a thing that you did at that time to kind of release some of that or you just it like, was mainly soldiering just on <laughs> I mean, the best connection I had was online, but it wasn't yeah. that, it wasn't the same as what everybody else was doing. And it, it's, it's, it's different from what I've been used to. Like, I would hang out with people like every other weekend before, when I, before, when I was in college. And like, this is like a job I got right out of college, or kind of out of college. And now I've got to isolate myself. So I have to, I have to be this different person like I, I hung out with my co-workers like once or twice but it was different because they had their own kind of situation their history with that town and I didn't so I was like playing catch up I was like the new guy but I was like perpetually the new guy 
Um, so I just always felt kind of outside the bubble. And then I, a lot of my other coworkers were, had families and things like that. So they had that going on. And then I just had me and my roommate and our three dogs, <laughs> which is a dog is nice. Okay. It, it, that's a, definitely a, a buoy in the ocean of loneliness. Um, Talkie paddling along. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Please carry me, Diana. <laughs> she can. She's that strong. Yeah, she is. Too bad her legs are, are busted. What'd you do to my baby? Wait, what? what did I do? She she just, um, I think because we had such a sedentary life, which is my fault too, and she, every time she got excited with the dogs when I came home, she would run. And we think she when she first ran, she ran at like full speed with my other dogs, and she like tore something. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. So she can't jump like she used to. Um, so she's just very, very, she just chill. She just relaxes. She still plays. She'll still run. But like after she's running, she's like limping. Me too. Girl, me too. I know. <laughs> um, That's, that reminds me of my parents' dog. She's, she's so old at this point that, um, we have to like lift her butt to get up, to get her up one step. Yeah. Um, from the terrace to the to the house, yeah. She that's that's kind of my dog situation. She's getting there, but that's because of her injury. She's like the younger dog to the other two or to the other three that are here at this house, and she's limping more than any of the other dogs. No, she's a baby. She's just a baby. It's okay. When she wants to, she can jump, but it, usually she has to be like a hundred percent. Cause like, if she's like just a 90%, she's like, looks at me like, help, help. Don't like underestimate dog willpower. I'm, my parents' dog might be the kind that you have to like lift up their butt to get them up one step, but she still <laughs> will go on walks and try to swim in the sun and stuff like that. Because <laughs> when a dog has willpower, there's nothing you can do to stop them. No. I have a 15-year-old dachshund, and so every day I'm like, you're going to slip a disc, you're going to do something, like, it's, the end is near. Um, and so he'll jump off of the back of our couch. And he's just like, nope, he's I don't like, care. I can jump three feet. I'm like, no, please stop. You're going to hurt yourself. And he's like, no, I can do it. Then he, like, jukes you out. Like, like, you can't tell me otherwise. No, but he doesn't, like. I still got it. Back and forth, I'm like, bro, you're going to, you got a long back, okay? You, you're shaped like a wiener. Like, I can't... I can't... <laughs> Stop. It's fine. An old man. He's like four teeth. Four teeth? He's four teeth. Yep. He's... Oh. He's getting old. Soon it'll all be... Don't. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Okay. Don't you dare. I won't. You want me crying on this podcast? Talk about... Sometimes, talk, yeah. No. <laughs> Not today. We were talking about emotional connections. We don't need crying. To, to, to remove the whole, like, death talk, just one thing, because I have to make sure if it's just me misunderstanding English, or if you did say, you, your dog has four teeth? Four teeth, yeah. He has four teeth? Four teeth, yeah. That's, wow. That's Damn. it, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know if it was, like, a, a, a saying, if it was literal. No, it was, he's Damn. literally, like, four teeth left. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Listen, don't, kind of don't eat your own poop. Like, don't, 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you told me. I oh wow. <laughs> if, We all needed a warning. If you needed somebody to tell you today, uh, don't eat your own poop. That's that's a great message. That is an amazing message, and I think you have to tell the entirety of America about it, and maybe then go on to tell the entire world. You know, I think though, if the message originates in the United States, nobody will believe it. Uh, you gotta let all the cop profilias know. <sighs> Did you guys... Okay, I don't know. I'm sorry, Val. We're going to talk about American oh, wow. stuff one more time. I, I just hope it's something not poop-related. What is it's it? It's <laughs> not poop-related. Did you see that uh, all of the ACAB stuff is now currently on the, like, watch list? And, like, any sort of fascist uh, paraphernalia? Like, it's all being listed as... It, it's, it's all being monitored now. Where, like, if you start saying ACAB, you're going to go straight on a watch list. Oh, wow. Please listen to this podcast, because I said it like four times. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> They just add it all. It's fine. As a humble outsider who only spent four years in your country, the U.S. is wild. Yeah, it's fucking It's wild. Yeah. yeah. And... You're talking also, to you, have, you have the military sending you emails to pay your tuition. <laughs> or like, like that. Sorry. I had that. I had like, yeah, I had like these emails from the military telling me, oh, yeah, we'll pay your tuition. I was like, I, I'm, I'm not a citizen, sir. No. No, we yeah. all laugh at that, too. They're, they're, yeah. they're trying to get all the young blood. Yeah. It's fine. Also, oh, my God, the first time going to Walmart... There's guns in there. In the grocery store. <laughs> wow. Between the bikes and the uh, hardware. Yeah. Miles. That's not normal. And you were... What? No, it's not normal. <laughs> I, I mean, it was the first time I went to a grocery store and so they was like, oh, wow, I can buy a rifle there. And it's like two aisles away from the toy section. Yeah. Duh. I never realized <laughs> that, that every Walmart I've ever been to, it's like toys and then sporting Adult goods. Adult toys. Yeah, sporting and like, yeah. Oh. We might have yeah. a problem. Maybe. Maybe. We might have several. At least but... one. That's one. We'll just say one for now. At least one. <laughs> it's it's easier to digest, you know. <laughs> Don't even talk about the uh, homeless population or the mentally unwell and uh, it's just one. We just have one. <laughs> it's it's definitely guns in Walmart. That was the original I mean, title have, for Guns like, and Roses. Watermelon sour patch. <laughs> Sorry, what was that, Val? But if you have watermelon sour patch, I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that cures know, all. That things. balances everything. Yes, for sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. Our plethora of of sugary candies. Oh yeah. There's there is no health crisis in USA. Oh no. There's no war in Bossing Zay. <laughs> It's uh, also super cheap to get help, like to you know, go to the hospital. In the yes, that, mm -hmm. I've heard that notoriously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. We didn't just talk about drinking tea to get rid of a cough rather than going to a doctor and a provider to, oh, yeah. to get checked on. That, that was my biggest culture shock, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't even the guns in the Walmart because, like, I've been warned about that. Um, <laughs> and as, it, it was like um, I, I dislocated my kneecap uh, in, like, my second month in America. <laughs> um, and uh, the bill came back to, like, $3,500. And I remember back in in the ER when the the guy was putting my kneecap back in place and he was like oh yeah if that happens again you can get a friend to just like pull this and then slot it back as you like move your move your kneecap and i was like you have the audacity of telling me this when i know what bill i'm gonna get <laughs> and um i had my french insurance cover all of it uh my french insurance which i paid 42 euros a year at the time i think um which yeah that, i'm sorry yeah that was four like, and a two yeah. four 42 yeah and i didn't even know i had insurance just because it, it's it was such like a small like cost that i had i wasn't even sure i was covered to be honest um today i pay more because that was a student deal today i pay like I don't know, like 35 euros a month, um, but I'm I'm covered for pretty much everything. Like I hate it here. Um, this is I hate amount. it here. I paid nine hundred and thirty-two dollars a month. Yeah, I paid over a I, month. Uh huh. For my husband and I to be both covered. And you and you still have like a copay and this kind of thing. Oh yeah, we still have a copay. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, and, that is it's, and it's state insurance. So I'm a I'm a state employee, and um, because I'm sacrificing my well being to help educate the future of America, um, my I have my copays are still like forty five dollars for a regular doctor, and then like seventy to go to a specialist. <clears throat> And then I have a copay on top of all of that, so, yeah. Do you want to come live in France? I would absolutely love it. I'm pretty sure I'm not, I would thrive. Yeah. I'm not, like, saying it's good, because it's, it's got its own issues, you know? Yeah, um, Paris had trash <laughs> for a while, like, just hanging out, but, like, people were oh, yeah, still going. Oh, yeah, fire from time to time. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but, but the health thing, for, for sure, is, like, uh, that's what i'm most scared of yeah about the u.s i i i I like um i I went to uh high school in the balkans and with a bunch of other international kids and we had like this one kid from from america and um there was one day where she um she messed up her back um someone fell on her back uh like from the the upper floor Mm. um they were inside the ruins. The, the okay. floor collapsed. It happens. Not really, but it, you know, let's fuck? say it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm I lost. Was, I'm gone. I feel, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I started telling that story and then like realized like I should have started it in different order. 
<laughs> I should have mentioned first they were in ruins before saying the floor gave out. Okay. Um, but uh, a, a friend like fell on her back and her back was really messed up. And like all of us little Europeans were like, oh, we're, we're calling the, you know, the, the hospital. Like we're getting like an ambulance and everything's just like, no, 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 no. I can't pay for it. And that was such an otherworldly notion to all of us. Here it's kind of like, it's not a question, like, you got hurt, you, you go to, you know, the hospital, like, my, my, mm. my mom, like, swallowed a, a, a fish, how do you call the fishbone thingy? Uh, like, the spine? Or the little, no, little... It, it's, it's just, like, the, one of the things that pokes out of the spine. Uh, I, I, I would think we still could call it a fishbone, like, that makes sense. Okay, a fishbone, yeah. fish My mom sense. had a little fishbone stuck in her throat, we went to the fucking ER, like, I mean, it's, it's just, you know, it, it you know, it, it's it, you. You messed up your back. You go to the ER. That's what happened. And I think like that was the first like realization of like something is weird. Also, hi, my cat has just decided oh, to grace us with his presence. Yeah. <laughs> work, work, work. Business, business, business. Yes. Damn. Do you like? Mm-hmm. Is that like? I'm kind of curious how, like, when does that become, like, a realization for you when growing up, um, that this is a thing, the whole, like, health is dangerous? Uh, you know, it's not, it, because it's so normalized, we understand that there's some, like, oh, you hurt yourself? Well, we're gonna fix it at home as best as we can, you know? If it's something out of the range of something you can bandage up yourself... And it's, it's, you know, we can't fix it, then you go there. And then it's a big bill, and then it's like, okay, shit. You know, as a, I didn't think, I didn't realize how much everything kind of cost until I I had to go to the hospital, which was re- recent, like last year. I, I took uh, the COVID shot, and that thing knocks me the hell out for like mm. a whole day. Um, and I was like not sleeping. I was kind of sweaty. I was a little sick, uh, but I wanted to get a drink. And this is like three in the morning. I accidentally, I don't, I don't know how. I didn't duck enough. So I, when I swung into my car, I slammed my head on the side of it. I still drove to the, to the what's it called, the gas station to get something to drink, mm-hmm. but like the fluorescents were hurting, and oh, I just like was out of it. And I drove back, and I. My head was hurting so much that I one I couldn't sleep again. But uh, when I went to the hospital, I did give give myself a concussion. That sounds um, so wise, you know, just this entire string of events. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking bonkers. Was it a good drink though? No, I left it in the car because my head hurt too much oh, and okay. I wasn't paying attention yeah. to it, so I didn't get it until like the next day. <laughs> Because I was still sick, and I was like, I didn't even bring in the drink, and I'm just too weak right now to do anything <laughs> about it. I, I went into work, and I'm like, hey, boss. I, I have a concussion. I Should I go to the hospital? Oh. Because I don't, I've never done this before. I was like, she's like, yeah, probably. Yeah, so they win. Yeah, you know, I was like, no, nothing like that has happened. And as you're having this conversation, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I, yeah, 
I actively try to avoid going to anybody other than like my regular doctor if I can avoid it. Like I had a hundred and five fever when bird flu was going around or swine flu was going around. So my brain is melting and I called my dad. And he was like, no, you can just wait. Just go to your doctor in the morning. And I was like, okay. Just get some tea. Yeah. So brain is, is melting. I have 104, 105 temperature, which you should go I to the hospital. I have no idea what that means. Um, minus what, 30, 32? Is that what it is? No, I don't. I think that's I Kelvin. Know. That's not Kelvin. 105 to Celsius. <laughs> Uh, that's not right. Go backwards. Sorry. Forty point five. Forty. Okay. Okay. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Forty degrees Celsius. Um. Oh. So I just went back to sleep. Mhm. So we just kind of we rough it. Yeah. What's like the Wild West? Like, how long do I have to be sick in order for it to be concerning? Because once it's concerning, then I'll go. I think we have very different definitions of concerning. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. My dad had a heart attack and had 50% of his heart working and stayed at home for three days and didn't go to the hospital until he was coughing up blood. (laughs) Dystopian today. Not at the future today. He was fine. I mean, is America just like one big social experiment? Is it? I would like to opt out, please. I would like to not. We didn't sign any waivers. I did not have a choice. Yeah. You, I I think you you, you might have like accidentally signed the the consent form. uh, It was in my iTunes update. Exactly. And I said I accepted all these terms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They gave these kids iPods too early. (laughs) oh my gosh nice i love we talked about the dystopian that is the american healthcare system this is a podcast about d and dna it's great great yeah you know (laughs) what we play about how we can get healed and if you go to sleep you get feel better that's the american healthcare system we want it to we want it to be you just go to sleep ah you're cured you have a curse find a cleric you yeah, know? that would be like a a great like concept. Like, what can uh, the American healthcare system learn from Dungeons and Dragons? I'm writing that down. Do it. I want to <laughs> see that happen. Oh, well, goes. our healthcare um, system based a lot of its trauma on war. So just put us in another war. We got this. We'll advance through. I get to hear your cat purring. Oh really? Yes. It was so comforting. Oh. Do I need to get him away from no. the mic? Editing Adrian can okay. deal with it. Cause I really don't have the heart of like moving him no. right now. He's don't. Just, look at him. Look no. At him. Slow blinking? Absolutely not. Oh my god. What a good cat. He's a good boy. He's a really good boy. Yes. He is from America. Yes. He is from Hudson, New York. Wow. Wow. Yep. He has taken transatlantic flights. I'm walking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to put a meow in there, but uh, I, it just it felt very forced. <laughs> I, I think that you said it, you have to try it. 
I'm, no matter how I'm walking me out here. This <laughs> is like very forest. I'm meowing I'm here. I'm yeah, walking here. Yeah, you have. You're right. No. This is hard. This is really hard. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I wrote down the note. Uh, what can American healthcare system learn from D and D? I just said do better. Uh, so there, <laughs> I finished. <laughs> There's the video. <laughs> you know, I could really see Nico making this kind of video. Dude, maybe me and Nico will, will join up. And do, we'll it, do, do it, do it, do it. This is your next collab. What can the American healthcare system learn from D&D? &D? Yeah, perfect. Exactly, exactly. What do we tackle next? The military? Uh, I don't think they need help there. Me. Listen, they don't get enough people. They're they just gonna need to just, stop. They're just going to grab them. They're going to they're gonna put a uh, draft in, and then, oh. then we're good. So... <laughs> uh, nothing. They don't need anything. We, uh, you know. Do you think if I had responded favorably to that email from the military about my school tuition, they would have eventually given me a green card? Probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're know. you're a little white presenting, so you'd be you were fine for yeah. that green card. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. You could we'll you could bear children, and you are white passing so yeah you'd be fine yeah you're not the problem Amazing. but Val wouldn't <laughs> no military for Val <laughs> I you, you know I would I, I don't underestimate me I, I would you don't know how many times I've bathed in the blood of my enemies <laughs> I don't that I is a true feral. statement look at all the spines you have I only have one spine all the spine you have Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about that bone I found. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I am, I am. <laughs> no, we were talking about okay, your books. Sorry. All the books that you have, all the spines. <laughs> I have so many spines. Wait, how many spines do you have? Oh, if we're literally... On books? On, no, I mean books. Like, like we ha I have just a lot of books. It's an issue. Actually... Under my oh, table. Oh, no, I, sorry. I was talking about, like, actual bones. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That, the... I know. <laughs> okay, I know. okay, okay, okay. Then I we made it wholesome. Confused. I'm sorry. We're wholesome to keep this <laughs> PG-13 rating. Oh, right. Yeah, sorry. We don't need that. Fuck <laughs> that. Well, you just dropped an F-bomb, so now it can't be. That's well, I'm actually allowed PG to PG-13, you can do one, uh, right? Yeah, you can do well, one. Well, fuck. Now you cannot. Uh, now, <laughs> now i got to choose it. which one. <laughs> No, no, I bet no, don't no, no. I'll just cats. Sorry. I'll just use Nico's coconuts from last episode and just put it there. <laughs> yeah, it was like, can I curse or should I just be saying coconuts? Like, like. <laughs> Did he say coconuts the entire time? No, but I'm gonna make it so it is. <laughs> oh, nice. Very nice. What are the French equivalents of not cursing curse words? Oh, um, there's a bunch of them for each different word. So, like, you know how, like, in, in, in English, you might have, like, fudge instead of, like, fuck, you know? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. In French, instead of merde, you have mercredi, or this kind of thing. Um, but, where well, actually, that's the only example I can come up with. That sounds really close, oh, wow. like, to Wednesday. It is Wednesday. It is Wednesday. See, look at look at my yeah. high school French coming in yeah. hats. 
you're 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 fluent. You're talking about miércoles? No, it's <laughs> It's close. They're both romantic. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh yeah, you you Nubian. probably know more Spanish than me, Val. Not that <laughs> much. I stopped Spanish a while back. I was dro- I think I dropped a phrase, and Val was like, "Oh." And then spoke to me in Spanish. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not that guy in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 I, I, whoa. I've like, yeah, I've like learned a lot of languages and promptly forgotten most of them. Um, yeah, I've done some Japanese as well. Um, Chinese, Italian, and I... Do not remember anything. I think uh, I think Spanish is the one that I remember the most. But it's probably just because French and Spanish are so like so close that I can just figure out the meaning or twist slightly a French word and see how it sounds. <laughs> um, yeah, same in English. In English, that came really handy. If you speak French, um, people will think you're so so literate if you just use French words and make them sound English, because all the fancy words in English come from French. Yeah, mm-hmm. au revoir. <laughs> yeah, fiance. You can bullshit <laughs> eloquence so easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we've hit the hour mark because I think we start like <laughs> actual intro at ten, an hour ten. <laughs> We've done so much D and D. There's so yeah, much D&D. we did yeah. like fifteen minutes D and D, and then fifteen minutes American healthcare, and then yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> but listen, the We've the moral of the story is take care of your people, and they will take care of mm-hmm. you, and that goes for anything that you do, right? D and D, sure. Tabletop, sure. Uh, U.S. healthcare, yes. sure. Yes. Also, please set, keep sending me emails. Uh, to uh, pay for my tuition in exchange for my joining the army reserves. Absolutely not. Don't do that. I still have some it. student debt to pay off. Uh, absolutely. Stop paying it. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. You can come at me all, all right. you want. Uh, Mola, whatever it is. Mola? I, whatever the... I get emails because I... Sally May? No, it's a different company now. So, uh, I don't know if yeah. it's a different company. They have but... been switching companies yeah. recently. Well, I wish I could just switch companies. Listen, just... Why do we have to pay it? It's fine. I don't know, man. It'd be unfair if we didn't pay for it, remember? I... That's what the lawmaker said. Yeah, but I'm 41st in the nation in, in education. I'm 41st. I went to Texas public schools. I went to a Texas public university. I got my graduate degree from a Texas public school. So 44th out of 52. 52, right? There's that. Cuba. I feel like at this point you should get free Disneyland tickets. You know what? I'll take that. Honestly, I'll take it. Jesus, you Disney kid. <laughs> I don't think that. Listen, I don't think I'm a Disney. That's not. That's not fair. I don't talk about you it. You are. You are. I just. It, it was. You went. You worked there. You talk about it. And you're like, oh, guess what? New Year's. Disney. Well, you worked at Disney. I did the Disney College program. Yeah. I have no idea what that is, but I feel like that's exactly what it sounds like, and that sounds amazing. It, it was uh, as close to to 
unpaid labor as you can get uh in the united states um i did see i did have a french boyfriend for like two weeks and he introduced me to the fifth element so i i grew a lot from that whole experience he's awful they're very mean they were all very mean yes very mean wait you mean like disneyland people no like french no the french boys the mm -hmm, the french boys yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was from like Leon, and I was like, okay. Oh one. yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> get them from the north. I, I, that make, I think the north. north from anything. Listen, I think that's a general rule of thumb. The north. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong, Adrian. Tell me I'm wrong. It, you're Maybe wrong. Korea, <laughs> except for me. <maybe> oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's unfair to the people. It's the leader that's the big issue. I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. No worries. <laughs> um, where can they find you, Val? Where can you find me? Not in North Korea. Um, <laughs> no, for sure not. Um, if you um, walk into the woods alone at night and ring a bell three times, uh, I might appear from a cloud of smoke. Alternatively, on YouTube, <laughs> uh, on uh, Cold Boards and Curiosities, um, because that defines me and I'm not ashamed of it. There's cork boards everywhere. It's all about the cork boards. Yeah. Is that a cork board behind yeah. you? That is a cork board behind me. Yes, it's um, it's the big one. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. I'm planning on making many more like that, and then hopefully I can convert people until my patron is satisfied. The patron of cork. The patron <laughs> of cork. Yes, master of cork. Um, great. Uh, a uh, great shepherd of um, the cork. I don't know how many words they are to say cork. There's, there, I mean, that's why it's like it'll work. So, like, if we're gonna talk about the the convergence of the patron of cork and like Greek mythology, like he got along with like Dionysus because like you need wine and then you like need a cork to 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 bottle the wine, but like doesn't do so well with Poseidon because cork floats. So, like, there's that. I I was looking to find something very poetic about, like, how do you say her name in English? Is it Ariana? In, in, in French, it's Ariane, but in, in, in English, I don't know what's, like, the translation of the name Ariana. The one who, like, um, gave the string to find your way out of the labyrinth. That's the cork boat spirit. It's all about oh. the string. I yeah. like that because then you go into the like their murder boards, and those are always, yeah, always have string on them. Th- this is a murder board. All of my court boards are murder boards. They're pretty much all of the murder mysteries. Yeah, this one I will eventually finish writing and publish someday. Am I there yet? No. I need. I need more cork. And more string. Hell yeah. So yeah. when you ring it's, it's that bell three going. times in the woods, you also need to make an offering of cork and string. Yes. 
very important. Mm -hmm. And bonus points if there's watermelon sour patch in the mix. Oh, that's yeah. a good. You know what? Those are those three. Those are solid offerings. Like if you need something a little extra, mm -hmm. then you throw in the sour patch. But if you you just need like a basic offering, cork and string. And then your followers could find like random bits of string like in in their environment and then be like, oh, she's looking down upon me right now and I'm being blessed. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I visit people in the night. It, not in ominous ways. Why not? In purposeful ways. Also ominous ways. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, it's, it's in ominous ways. I, I I got busted. I'm sorry. That's fair. <laughs> the shape of you and the curtains. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm just writing this fan fiction in my head. It's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, dear listener, for joining us for on another episode of Dungeons and Degrees. You can find us wherever pods are cast. So let your friends, family, enemies know about our podcast and our triumphant return in the chaos that we are bringing this 2023 um we will be working on our patreon and getting that up and running fairly soon um we have much much more in store so do not stop listening um if you are just now getting to this and we've been running for 20 years welcome um we are speaking from the past Ooh. <laughs> that's it adrian that's the whole tweet that's the whole tweet that's all she wrote all right well thank you so much for listening my name's adrian and i'm alex and i'm val go have some fun <laughs>